You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Hello, hello, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. I'm Kai and I use they, she pronouns. And I'm Sama and I use she, her pronouns. Yay! Yay! Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, well, it's trans people and it's, it's Valentine's so Day! <laughs> do you feel all the love in the air? Because I really do. I woke up, I put on my sexiest little G-string, <laughs> and I looked yes. at myself in the mirror and I said, hey, babe, you want a T for T relationship? Yeah! And I said, yes! Ah. <laughs> uh, V-Day. Uh, who who would have thought it would be full of so much love? Isn't that right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be about? Sure. I'm so pretty sure a guy died in prison. Was that the whole thing with Valentine's? N- uh, I don't know about St. Valentine enough. I think enough. there's like three different St. Valentine's. I think, I don't know. Okay, I've I'm just making it up then. About it. Oh, Captain Cook did die them. today though, so yay! <laughs> that's a good thing. Something um, really worth celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yes! Um, anyway, transmission, in case you're wondering, all about amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Mianjin and beyond. Uh, we're all about interviewing in- interesting people, you know, playing exclusively music by trans artists, preferably local, but, you know, broadly around the world as well. And today we've got a really excellent guest in who we'll introduce after we come back from the news. Uh, Charlie Chan, so excited to have them in studio. You should be excited too. And if you're not, that's fine. We'll get you there. But first up, we're going to we're gonna talk about some a week in community events that you should definitely put in your calendar. Kai, would you like to start with the first one? Absolutely. We've got All My Thoughts, an evening of folk at the Junk Bar in Ashgrove on Sunday 19th of February at 5.15pm. Join Frunky, Bushed Poetry and our very own Junebug for an evening of folk. Think small guitars, harmonica, maybe a banjo and yodeling. $10 tickets, 5.30pm starts for an early Sunday night bedtime. Very considerate of It them. is very considerate. Uh, then we also have K Tempest, which will be at the Brisbane Powerhouse in New Farm on Tuesday 21st of February. Doors are at 7.30pm. Handsome Tours are delighted to announce the return of the award-winning British spoken word performer, poet, rapper, novelist and playwright Kay Tempest to Australia and New Zealand in 2023, returning in the wake of the release of their new album, The Line is the Curve, and follows previous acclaimed visits to our shores in 2016 and 2020. And I believe there's another, some activism stuff going on. Yes, so location is still to be confirmed for this one, but Fight the Right protest the speaking tour of right-wing UK transphobe Kelly J. Keane, a.k.a. Posey Parker. So who is... Did she make it in? Apparently. Yeah. She's not in yet. Ugh, um, so this mm. uh, this protest is for Sunday, March 12th at 3 p.m. I'll be there. Um, yeah, so I, I guess it was Stephen Bates who, who wrote that letter to try to prevent mm. her entry, but I, I assume that's not going well. So the next step is to protest her being here. Um, who is Kelly J. Keene? She is one of the most recognisable and active anti-trans activists in the UK. She has recently announced a speaking tour of Australia and New Zealand. Keene is on a mission to build links between the far-right and anti-trans feminist activists. The far-right are using transphobia to build support, and activists like Keene aim to link up the far-right with anti-trans feminist groups. 
Keen is a part of the Hands Across the Aisle Coalition, which aims to connect anti-trans radical feminists with conservative Christian anti-LGBT groups. So that's the information from the event, right? Yeah, that's that's straight out of the event there. Mm-hmm. I'll also be popping that up on the transmission social media as well, at Trans Radio with a Z. You can tr- check out that event there, which will be, looks like Sunday, March 12th. Still not sure on the exact location of where she's speaking, so you, you best to check it, follow that event, and then you'll get updates from there. So we'll pop all that up on mm-hmm. our social media. <sighs> Anywho, mm. we'll move on because I really want to get talking to Charlie. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're listening to Transmission on 4 Z. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. I'm Kai and I use they, she pronouns. And I'm Selma and I use she, her pronouns. And we're about to interview someone who I'm very excited about. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read a bio first because I want to like make this dramatic, you know. I want to create an energy Ooh, in here. We need some like yeah. synth pads. Yeah, and I could have also like queued up like a song or something. You know? <laughs> Charlie Chan is an Australian composer, pianist, multi-instrumentalist, and recording artist. They have written soundtracks, scores, and themes for feature films, TV series, and theatre productions, is sought after as a public speaker on composition and digital innovation, innovation topics, plus also writes and records ambient solo piano compositions. Please, without further ado, welcome Charlie Chan! Ah! I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! Yes! Oh, thank God. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so loving being here. You guys are awesome. We love you already. Yeah, yeah. I'm smitten. Yeah. (laughs) It's Valentine's Day, so it's appropriate. It's just just like this is going to be the love song dedication, you know, moment for all of us. We can just dedicate these tracks to each other. We can. We can just have love. Stop it, Charlie. You're (laughs) making me red. I told you already I've got my sexiest G-string on. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. What's your favourite? I mean, this is an out there question, but do you have a particular... um, underwear that you wear for piano playing? <laughs> oh my gosh, great question. <laughs> it is, because it is I, have, I have undies for the stage. That has to be the most outrageous question anybody's ever asked me, I'm and glad. I love it. Good. <laughs> you know, a couple of years ago, like, I really str- I'm going to say this, as a trans person, I really struggled with underwear. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll go to Target and I'll get those underwears that the girls wear, because apparently I'm a girl. Anyway, I went through this whole process and then booty came along. And they had their boy pants. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, them. hmm, this makes a bit more sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it is a thing. You start wearing different underwear. When you finally work out who you are, you come out, you say to yourself, the underwear has to change. So it was a really good question, Selma. I'm glad. Thank you. I just, it, uh, my headphones dropped out and I couldn't hear my voice. And then I found out I was talking about underwear. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best question I've ever been asked. I just, I personally, when I'm on the stage, I have very particular underwear that I wear. I need things that hold me in, make me feel confident and sexy. So I feel like you might need, like, relaxing underwear to play the piano, you know, to keep you upright and tinkling on the... No, that didn't sound right. On the piano. I'm going to stop. Just keep going. Just keep going. (laughs) I'm stopping while I'm ahead. And I'm not ahead at all. (laughs) No, it's beautiful. I love it. No, I think the thing about the piano is... It's a motor skill that requires more than your underpants. How about that? <laughs> yes. I, I have been um, recently learning the piano. 
after many years of wanting to do it and it is a motor skill and I get very frustrated with myself. So making 52 plus albums with piano solos, that's pretty bloody incredible. Yes, it's 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 in, it's wild. I love it. It's um, a feat. Yeah. How do you feel about what you're creating? Mm. Well, I mean, I have to be honest, a lot of this is already in the can. So I've been, I'm slightly older than this lovely group. I've been recording, you know, writing film soundtracks and recording music for 30 years. And so with the advent of digital, I spent a lot of time just making as much as I felt like making because suddenly you didn't have a $300 master, you know, yeah. tape that costs $300. Now it's like my computer's just run out of a hard disk space. I'm going to Officeworks. It's mm. really simple. So I just recorded and recorded and recorded. And a couple of, I don't know, about, about 18 months ago, two years ago, I was sitting, going through a few hard drives in the middle of COVID because I was doing a live stream and I went, oh, I need some music. Oh, I've got all this stuff that I recorded. Every time I write a film soundtrack, I sit down and I play the piano for a couple of days. And the net result is all those solo piano mm. works. And then I find whatever the idea is and I say, that's going to be the perfect piece of music for that score. And we lay that up and, you know, things start to make sense and the rhythm and the tempos all start to make sense. Mm. And so then you're left with this legacy of a hard drive, which you just put on a shelf. <laughs> and so as I was going through looking for new material, I, dis I made this discovery and I didn't think much of it. I sort of put it away. And then I met a new person who came into my life who I hope is listening and she said to me, my darling Courtney said to me, I was talking to her about this thing. She said, you should just release it all. Mm. And I thought to myself, oh, I don't think it's good enough. And she said, let me listen. So we just started this little back and forth. I think we kind of made the lesbian joke before about how the lesbians like to strap plan and organize. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> this became a little thing that we did together. I played all the music for her. We were actually in Tasmania where she was living at the time. And you, there was a merit there was merit in the pieces mm. so then I started to collate them into something and I played them for my engineer and he said oh yeah yeah this is really good and so he started to, to master them a little bit and we put some reverb on them and then it came time to how will I ever name all these pieces mm. how will I work out what they are and my obsession with the stars and the night sky I thought you know and I really want to go to space one day as an astronaut. I mean, for real. I love that. I really want to. And um, I just, the outfit. Yeah. Come on, it's mm -hmm. about the outfit. Nah, I hear ya. Helmet. Anyway, the, the you know, e excitement was, okay, we're looking at the sky. There's, there's myriad constellations in the sky. There's an opportunity to reorientate ourselves from here, the Earth, to look up. And for all of those songs and those tracks, those pieces of music, to be labelled in some fashion. And the idea was, actually another friend of, of ours, Tina, who's a drummer, had an, have a, had an exhibition. And one of the greatest things was she labelled her artworks, she gave them an intensity. You know, when she saw a picture, she gave it an intensity and then mm. she played drums to it. And I didn't actually see the show, but it was fantastic. I actually bought one of the artworks because it was so amazing. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make, and I'm going off topic, is... <laughs> that the stars all have an intensity and they're all labelled. They're mm. labelled that way. So, you know, the track Mu Geminorium is the brightest star in the Gemini <laughs> constellation. So each of the tracks got labelled according to their intensity and then they were just put in, a, in an order that made sense. I love and that. Yeah. It's sweet, isn't it? And so in the end, it sort of got a life of its own. It gained momentum mm. and it wasn't 
until I sat there and went, well, there's like 1,962 billion tracks just about. You know, there's thousands yeah. of tracks. I could be going for years, but I won't. <laughs> I'll only track. do 52. A year's <laughs> going to be enough. And did you find that all of one album was off one hard drive usually? Or would you no. chop and change and add in or...? I think they're slightly chronological because mm. there's only so much your brain can do, I yeah. think. <laughs> I think in the end, there was a period of time when it all started mm. and I could sort of see it. And chronologically, it makes sense because I think about what I was playing then, the 23 or 24-year-old version of me, the 29-year-old version of me, all of these periods of time, I was having all these experiences. And so the inspiration for the works is the experience mm. and the point of the piano playing is to uh, filter and express so you know I play the piano because I love it but I also play it because it's a pure form of expression for me and it's nice to sort of feel it chronologically grow and I think as the year goes on it'll just get more and more interesting I hope yeah I'm excited yeah it, your stuff is amazing, and I just can't believe how long you've been doing it for. I have to ask, you know, you've had such a long career, and I remember you saying that you started playing, you, st- you touched the piano at three, and you mm. were playing, you know. You had a really incredible, like, you have a re- really incredible body of work. And coming out and transitioning, is how recent is this, and how is that affecting what you're creating? Is it is it changing anything? Did you need new underwear? Do you feel better? <laughs> you know, like how how has that changed for you? I think we've answered the underwear question. <laughs> <laughs> we really started off hot. We started off very early. <laughs> I I I have to say that, you know, not. I didn't have sort of one of those come to Jesus moments. I didn't have that thing where it was like, oh, my God, I must be that. I sort of did. I had a moment of dysphoria. I was looking at the mirror. I was walking down the stairs. Excuse me. I was walking down the stairs in my warehouse and I was walking down and I nearly fell over because I saw this mirror and I went, oh, my God, is that who I am? And it's like I hadn't seen myself before ever. Mm. And I don't know whether or not it was how I was dressed, what I was feeling internally. It's all wiring, chemistry. Mm. I sort of became aware of that and then I then I just sort of went oh actually you know what fuck it I mm. reckon I'm trans I'm just going to do it and see what that feels like and then I went sorry did I just get bleeped out what was that no you're no. fine we're on <laughs> community radio sorry no. um <laughs> there's no there's no dumb button <laughs> anyway I was um you, you know I started to do things like okay what do I need to know and I think somebody at my age going back then i mean i've always been really androgynous i've always worn suits i've always had that thing about me i mean my name's charlie for goodness sake i got that name when i was 17 Mm. and it's because i was probably slightly androgynous androgynous a little bit more butch i sort of veered on the side i had short hair and my mother cried the day i came home i had short hair she cried let her cry Uh, i've still got it the hair you kept the hair, Charlie. I don't know. You're an icon. That's oh, weird. No, I've got, I've got <laughs> hey. lots of different hair locks underneath my bed. They're not all mine. <laughs> <laughs> is there some? Is there Glad Wrap and there are knives involved or something? No, yeah. no, nothing like that. It's <laughs> more a sneaky thing. It's like it's making me think of like Charlie's Angels. With yes, the, with the I'm screaming. Like, screaming oh, guy. <laughs> Crispin, that fantastic Crispin. actor. Yeah, Crispin Glover. He's great. Yeah. He does creepy very well. He does creepy, <laughs> and he's very handsome too. <laughs> creepy and he's, handsome. He's handsome. Um, so, yeah, so the whole thing was going on in the sense that it's probably been going on for a long time. I felt that I, in, in changing my name, I felt more myself. And then that sort of, that was enough. 
and there was no internet, so we had no way of finding stuff out. You could go to dances with lesbians. You could hang out with a lot of lesbians. And then there were this kind of like other region of people that were sort of really marginalised on the outskirts of everything. And I sort of didn't... You know what I thought to myself? I'm going to be honest. I thought, that's going to be really hard. I think I might be that, but I think that's going to be really hard. And then I just dismissed it because I'm basically madly playing music, writing for theatre, working Mm. in films, trying to have a career, going through multiple different complicated relationships as you do when you're young, trying to work yourself out. Yeah, you've been busy. I've been Mm. a little bit busy, as you're probably Mm. quite busy, not much time. And so I got to 50 and I stood in front of the mirror and something changed. And then I just went, you know what, there are resources now, let's go find them. So off I went to the Transgender Centre in Sydney and I was the oldest person in the group. But, you know, you sort of you just start to sort of own that part of you. And then, I don't know, something else happened about four or five years ago where I just sort of thought, you know what, I'm going to be a they, them. That makes more sense to me because this she thing was really bothering me. It started to bug me. Mm. Mm. And in ways that I hadn't really thought about it before, and then I, I woke up and I went, you know, I think trans non-binary makes sense for me and I think um, there's going to be a part of me that may or may not transition but there's a part of me that will make other changes and they're mm. the important ones and they're the ones that are outwardly facing that people see and I think I have a responsibility as a kind of slightly an elder or an older person to be a lot more visible because I do have a bit of a platform. It's small now, but, you know, I'm going to have thousands of followers soon. You will. Thousands. You will. So my platform is playing music, being myself and being visible. So it's going to be a really, really good time for me this year because I'm actually fine. It's like the music's coming out and I am in a really much bigger way than I was. Changing your pronouns on social media is not the same as going all out in the media. It's a slightly different thing. Mm. And I'm hoping that that actually helps other people because there are a lot of us. And I think people don't... We still have that feeling of it's a little bit scary on the fringe and I don't quite understand some of this stuff. And like Mm. even me, I just go, it's a revelation being with you. I love being here with you. It feels really supportive. It's lovely and we need more of it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, thank you so much for wanting to be uh, recognizing that we need more people to look up to mm. that look more like us, you know, and, and live life differently. Um, it's, you know, a big part of why why we do what we do mm. on, uh, on this show as well. Um, yeah. And you being here is a huge thing. And, and, and like you, uh, you actively reached out to us, which is I feel so honoured that... Uh, I will out as, as was a bit like, everybody, Charlie Chan is coming <laughs> up! We got a new one! Like, it Everyone's- was so exciting. <laughs> oh, no, it's very good to be here. I mean, you know, as I said when we were coming in, community radio, it's a lifeblood and it's a lifeline for a lot of people. Mm. So, thank yeah. you. And thank and- you for being open and honest and... Mm playing all the keys and knowing, you know, <laughs> knowing all, all your notes <laughs> oh and God, all I your music. Oh, my God, I love some dedications. I can feel it coming on. Yes. <laughs> uh, what we're actually, I, uh, what we'll do is we're going to play uh, Moo Geminorium uh, by Gemini, Charlie Chan, of course. Um, what's, what's, that so- what's this song about? Ah, so it's a solo piano work. Yeah. So uh, unless you would like to sing Selma. I can maybe give me some words uh, and I'll, I'll start. <laughs> we'll just be talking about a lot of twins. Um, <laughs> the you know this piece is this piece is really interesting because I think it's actually a more recent piece. It basically goes in this really wonderful cycle, 
where it's rhythmically very interesting. It's kind of slightly African, it's slightly Asian, it's slightly a bunch of things, and that's why I really, really like playing it. I love playing it for people. And I think, you know, when you're... when For me, I mean, I'm half Chinese and I'm half Australian, but my mother's Scottish. She's actually Scottish-Polish, but she thinks she's more Scottish. <laughs> anyway, the, the, it's sort of like a whole combination of lots of really things cultural, interesting culturally for me. So, you know... That's why that piece is the way that it is. And it was very intense. The brightest star in that constellation, Mu Geminorium. All right, let's do it. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. Uh, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. I'm Kai and I use they, she pronouns. I'm Selma and I use she, her pronouns. And we're hanging out in the studio with Charlie Chan, who is an incredible Australian composer uh, and has worked in many different fields from film and television series and is also having a comp has also releasing 52 albums a week for this entire year 52 albums one a week one a week that's right one a week for for the entire year of 2023 2023 actually and into 2024 the last one drops on i think the 23rd of january next year it follows it's for the lunar year the lunar year yeah because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm asian you know <laughs> had to do something it's like um, it's actually a much more appropriate time as well to have a new year. As far as I'm concerned, is based off of um, stars. My birthday's on the second of <laughs> January. You know what that's like after mm. New Year's. Nobody comes to the party. No. So I'm too tired, too, too drunk and tired, and hungover. Everybody's you know. so wasted. <laughs> just can't be bothered. You just need to have your birthday on New Year's Day and then keep it going until the second. <laughs> have it like well, a bender. But we've yeah. got we've got hot one hundred uh, on New Year's oh, Day. Yeah, oh, hot one hundred. And I don't drink, so I mean, like, True. I'll have a bender of coconut water. Ooh, little tumor. Gonna be so hydrated. Getting coconutty. I'll be so hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? Love it. Uh, we before we went uh, to some music. Before we tried to play some music, which we've been sent, but it's on a different platform from what I'm used to playing. So apologies for not being able to push play. We're gonna give it. A, we're gonna give it a go now because I really would like to play this track. Uh, this is Charlie Chan with Mu Geminorium uh, Gemini. So hit play when you're ready. My name is Georgie Stone, and you're listening to Transmission on Four Triple Z. You're listening to Transmission for Triple Z. Yay! Yes! It's Valentine's Day. I wanted to say that um, if my gardens were the entire solar system, um, genders, sorry. I, I was like sitting here j- just watching the chaos unfold in front of me going, <laughs> yes, what if my genders were the entire solar system? Look, we've got the music sorted now. Yay! We're here. It's happening. We're done teasing you we're now. Done, we're done. <laughs> we're really we're, teasing we're you today. Three, we're on take three of how to find a lightning connector to connect to the studio. <laughs> Where is the audio? Is it on? There are four, five, five phones in here, and none of them. Connect none of them. To yeah, the no. But look, you see, uh, the the tech guy for Triple Z, Pat. Shout out to Pat. Uh, thank you for everything you do. Um, he's gonna give me. He's gonna give me crap now because he'll be like, you know, you could have just done this. He'll come in here and he'll show me at some point. And I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> he'll do it just like that. <laughs> he'll do it just like click his fingers. 
Anyway, let's not point out that because he will come in and he will do that. Um, <laughs> he's, he's just standing at the door. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be upstairs. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're having a chat today with Charlie Chan, who um, is just an exceptional uh, pianist and uh, music composer, really. And I'm just so glad to have you here. We're talking about music. We're talking about gender. We're talking about how gender influences music. And Selma, obviously, fantastic, you know, co-host of Transmission, also an excellent <laughs> artist. Artist on artist conversation here. Artist T for T. On artist. Yeah, that's A it. for A. <laughs> <laughs> on a T for T kind of day. So daunted as well. Like I can't fathom putting out fifty-two plus albums. Like, I mean, people say to me, "Why are you even doing that? Like, why don't you just like put them all out at once?" Um, why don't you just put out one? Why don't you just pick the best? And it's like, ah, they're it's all exciting. good. It's exciting. There's good stuff think, in there. Yeah, you know? I like the your idea of the lunar year and the intensity of the stars. I can't wait to give it a little listen and follow along and see what you've put together. Thank you. It's lovely. very exciting. Well, and it sounds like it fits within your wheelhouse of being a composer and making... I, I love world building. That's my favourite thing about being an artist. It's what world I get to build around myself and allow other people in on so I can't wait to listen to yours and figure out things that's all I was just like I can't wait to listen to your world yeah exactly yeah Yeah. I mean you know the world needs more harmony every time Mm. we put vibration into the world every time we speak good things every time we think good things Good things happen. I mm. believe that to the core of my soul. I believe that. And music yeah. is one of those really great things. And Selma, I'm looking forward to listening to what you do. Oh, thanks. Oh, it's, it's outrageous, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> outrageous, <laughs> outrageous. It's, yes. it's very loud. It's very queer. It's very camp. And um, it's four triple Z play it every now and again. And I'm just really excited. I'm very fresh in my music journey, Charlie, and have been really enjoying like learning music and giving myself new tools to express so it's been very freeing and opening so yeah well you know the power of the piano is just sitting there with it yeah being with it it's it's got little secrets and it unravels and it 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 shows you things Mm. so you might you might be sort of trying to school yourself into what chord is that that's a triad a tetrachord trying to do you know um octave consecutives like scales harmony don't torture yourself. Yeah, I the think the biggest thing. thing and the secrets that are unfolding for me at the moment is the patience that it's giving me for myself because I'm very much a hard learner. Like if I get things wrong, I beat myself up. If I do things wrong, I beat myself up. So the piano is teaching me to be kinder to myself. And it's funny because I've never been good at learning at school. And now that I've gone back to learning and especially with something that I love and I have a passion for, it's a whole other kettle of fish like I've just been loving it so much and I love what you said about the little secrets unfolding in front of you because it's and every piano has a tone and an experience that it can bring to you it's all the music that other Mm. people have played on it so if you get an older piano you get all this stuff back (laughs) that you wouldn't know notes that somebody has played endlessly scales they've played worn paths you know Mm. it's, it's a bit like our all our kind of intellectual neurology yeah we get little pathways the piano has its own little thing and then you can break it out i mean you tune a piano and it it becomes something else as well Mm. it's it vibrates very differently anyway i'm not going to get on the love affair of me and the piano 
Oh, you could, I, you could. I just like, talk yeah. about it forever. My mom, my mom has this beautiful piano. She grew up in central Queensland in Barcaldine, and she grew up in a picture theatre, running a picture theatre with her mum. And they have this beautiful piano, ivory keys, it's, mm. which you can't really get now. Mm. And and it's just she's restored it, and she's taken really good care of it, and she loves it, and it weighs an absolute ton. And I've never heard a piano sound like hers. Mm. I just mm. it's, is, it's do you know so what unique. it is? Do you know what brand it is? No, I don't. I don't. Do um, you text your mom. I should. Yeah, mom. You're, I know you're listening. She's uh, listening. If you're listening, please text me and tell me tell me what your piano is because yeah, she absolutely loves it, and it's just I just never. I, I attempted to learn when I was little the piano, but I ended up gravitating more towards the guitar. And my dad's Latin American, so the classical Ameri- Latin American mm. guitar was just like won me over from the beginning. <laughs> so, 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 Zed, what's the name of the cinema that your mother played? Uh, so it was my mum worked in a in Barcaldine Picture Theatre, which is wow. I don't. I don't know if it's got a name. It's just the picture theater out there because it's <laughs> a really small for, town. She played for silent films. No, she didn't. She didn't play for silent films. I believe it belonged as like a community piano ah. in the picture theater there. Oh, yeah, wow. And she just, you know, she sold movie tickets and sold the popcorn when she was a kid. You know, working first Cute. job in a picture theater. Yeah, and she has, yeah, just. Piano is very, very special to my mum. So, um, and I know she was particularly excited to hear hear you chat. So, Charlie, so yeah, you got my two favourite things together. You know, screen and music, pianos and screens. It's like a great thing. Yes, mm. I, it's making me think of the film Tar actually with yeah, that we Kate Blanchett that we just saw and composition and I mean that was a that was not really so much more about music as that was about something else. But Slightly obnoxious story. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we have a we have a show on Four Triple Z called Film Club, and they went right into it as well. Talked about breaking that down. Anyway, I'll stop plugging other shows. <laughs> but yeah, um, you with with the piano and screen, and I mean, like, you've done was it McLeod's Daughters? Did oh you yeah, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of Australian staples because that's actually how you feed yourself. <laughs> so you have to actually do some of those jobs. I got so tired. I did twenty three episodes of McLeod's Daughters. The twenty fourth episode arrived, and I'm going to admit this on air. I put it back in the envelope with a little handwritten note saying, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I sent it back to them. I think my name is Mud. (laughs) I was just young, you know. I was 25. It was just too much. I was doing that. I think I had like four projects going at once and I was overwhelmed and I didn't have enough support. I think, you know, good lesson to everybody. If you don't have enough support, go get some. Mm. And I think that, uh, you know, projects that I... I love. I mean, I've done. I've done things that I've really loved. When I worked on Me, Myself, I, which was way back in the history books, classic um, film, a classic film, apparently, <laughs> um, for somebody. Anyway, it was. It was you know, 1998, 1999, somewhere in there, and you know, it was a really interesting project because we were just at the pinnacle of digital technology taking mm. off, and so I had this amazing Pro Tools set up, and I'm like going, wow, and copy and paste that there. Well, score's done. <laughs> you can do so much in that. Now the power of using technology and writing music we're using technology is, okay, I can make this even better than I had ever imagined. I was listening to Trevor Horn, who produced Grace Jones, um, amazing artists that we mm. love, the Pet Shop Boys, yeah. uh, Dusty Springfield. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing was, you know, he said that he got a fair light. Now, you guys won't know what that is because it's 1980 when the Fairlight was int- was created and introduced, an Australian instrument, the Thompson Twins, Boy George, Trevor Horn, Grace Jones, all used the Fairlight. And today, when you listen to Slave to the Rhythm, it 100% stands up. So all this technology started to come in and it enabled us to write film scores way more easily. Mm. 
get a video, put the video alongside the audio really easily. In the old days, you'd have a room, you know, the size of four studios with all these tape machines and you'd hit play, you'd have to wait for the thing to spin up and then you'd write the music. It was really different. It's like, mm. it's really sort of no excuse to having a bad soundtrack now because you've just got <laughs> so much technology to help you. Yeah, mm. right. I have I have to segue because we're running out of time and I really, really want to play Mood Geminorium because I've been teasing everyone <laughs> for this entire episode. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning into Transmission. Thank you so much, Charlie, for no, like, being No, thanks here. for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It was so great. Yeah, you guys are awesome. You'll be coming back. We'll be, we'll be getting you back for sure. Please. Thanks, honey. Oh, this one here is Mood Geminorium by Charlie Chan. Thank you. You've been listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. If you'd like to listen back to anything, you can head over to 4ZZZ.org.au and you can listen back to all of our shows on demand um, and you can, yeah, that's up to five episodes back. So if you missed anything, you can head back there. This one here is Moo Geminorium by Charlie Chan. Have a lovely Valentine's Day. We love you. Yeah, I was about we to say, you. hey, love you all. We love you all. We love you all. Specifically, our trans listeners, we love you the most. We love you. We love you. We Biggest love you. love. I love my Courtney. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ. Thank you.